did you find yourself going deeper and deeper down the internet, telling yourself you'll watch just one more video before you go to bed, knowing that you should have gone to bed an hour ago? That's where you'll find the Dragoon Effect. Hello, and welcome to Dragoon Effect, an audio-only Let's Play podcast that wants to support you and your mental health. I'm your host, Ben, and I'm going to start by telling you that I deal with anxiety and bouts of depression. I want to be honest and open as much as I can be. I want to keep a little anonymity because it's the internet, um, but I want to be transparent for the most part because mental health is something that has been so stigmatized forever, maybe, uh, I guess, as long as I can tell from pop culture and media over the last 70 years, when it's something that should really be considered in line with physical health. I'm not in any way a mental health expert. I am just somebody who suffers from anxiety and bouts of depression. And I, I see somebody who is local to me, and I just think, and hope that if I just talk about me and the issues and struggles that I've had, that maybe it'll help one other person go and find somebody that that they can connect with, that they can can speak to and be open to, um, and and get help that they need, and maybe not even realize. Uh, I grew up. Oh, uh, I grew up not quite a perfectionist, but I was just always real smart, really able to just grasp concepts and memorize things fairly easily. Um, always do well in school and tests, but not the most socially adept person. Uh, I think they say book smarts and not street smarts. Um, and that is great for hiding anxiety in general, I think, just because there's a constant feedback loop of, of trial and success. Um, well, until there's not success and then there's, there's, there's errors and failure and then just breakdowns that you don't understand why you're making things a bigger deal than they really are. Um, it's just, and it's, it's definitely been a lifelong struggle and it's, it's something that has kept me from potentially being more social than I want to be. I mean, I'm an, oh, I always get this backwards, I feel like, but I believe I am an introverted extrovert, meaning I like to be around people or at least one other person. But I don't necessarily like to be the one talking all the time, which I guess a podcast works real well for because I can talk without feeling like I'm creating weird words for people that they're going to look at me funny. I'm talking effectively into a void that I've decided that people can either listen to and enjoy or hate or, you know, whatever you really want to do. Uh, because for the most part, I'm making this podcast because I wanted to make something creative and just put it into the world. I've, oh, I've done like 90% of a gajillion different projects and just 
given up at the end. I made like 90% of a board game and then saw basically the same concept on Kickstarter, but 10 times better. So I stopped. I wrote effectively a short story trying to write a book, but it was not very good. And the whole story was told within like 10 pages, maybe. Um, I've tried to draw comics, even though I'm a terrible artist, but you know, I drew three or four like web comic style comics, like Penny Arcade style, and just realized how much work it takes and how creative you have to be constantly and never publish them in any capacity. I don't remember if I even kept the art book that I bought to draw them in, or if I pitched that um, during a bunch of just decluttering of, of my house and home um, over COVID pandemic, uh, COVID quarantine time. Um, you know, I, tr I tried to start a YouTube channel and, you know, had made like one episode of reviewing movies. Uh, I was trying to do a movie in theaters and a, a movie that was already on DVD and combine them in some way. And I, all I remember is get smart with, um, Steve Carell was my in-theater movie at the time, and I don't remember what the DVD movie was anymore, but I did it, and it was kind of fun to make, but I never put it out there, and I never had, <laughs> had a desire to do a second one. Um, yeah, so I guess that's me. Um, I, I have issues and that's okay. Um, issues isn't even really the right word. I apologize in advance. I will say the wrong word a lot. You know, that's, that's another reason I want to put this out there is the more things I do that aren't perfect, the better. Because it's just, as long as it's me, as long as I'm making something that is, is me and, and what I want to make, um, that's good enough for me. And, and that, that is something that I'm hopeful will help with some of my issues with anxiety, some of my issues with, I guess, public talking. I mean, even though I'm just talking into a void, um, just being able to speak more, I think might help me actually talk to people, even just talking to my wife more, you know, as, as about anything and everything. Um, whether it's important or not. And then, and that's, that's another thing I struggle with is feeling like I have to say things that matter because you don't. And, and that's kind of a weird phrase. And maybe it's just weird to me and how my brain thinks, but like you don't have to have conversations all the time about the world's problems and how to potentially fix them you can have a conversation with friends over like, oh, just something random like, boy, I can't believe how many barrels Donkey Kong throws in the 1981 arcade game Donkey Kong and that they go to fire and then the fire becomes alive. You know, just nothingness that doesn't matter, but it's it matters because it's fun and it creates connection. And... And that's something that 
I think everybody needs, but they need healthy connections. They need, they need connections to, to people and things and, and ideas that, that better themselves and hopefully better the world. I mean, bettering the world is a big goal, but if you, if you connect and better yourself and can connect and better somebody else, that inherently betters the world. Bettering the world doesn't mean large, impossible, sweeping changes that, you know, we go to have world peace or whatever. It, it can just mean the world's a little bit better. And sometimes when you, you do that, you see things that you didn't see before. You see things that that affect other people that might not affect you. And sometimes that can be overwhelming. That could be like, wow, I did this thing that, you know, is is maybe it's just you got out of bed today, you know, and you you made yourself breakfast. There are days where that is really hard to do. But you did it. But it, you can also see things that exist in the world that are just, if you, if you take them on too much, will just pull you down even more than you ever were. But that doesn't mean you can't be uh, supportive or understanding or just I, I identify the fact that they exist. Because the world, world is hard, but you can't make it better if you aren't here and if you need help in, in anything, but especially with mental health, make sure you get it, please. And, and I realize it can be expensive. It can be difficult. It, there's still a stigma, but it does seem to be improving constantly. Maybe not as quick as we'd like, but it is getting it is getting better. It, and if you want, email me. I I can't really help you, but I will listen. I or I guess read and read the words you send. Um, I've got dragooneffect at gmail.com. I've got dragooneffect on Twitter. I don't really use Instagram, but I grab dragooneffect on Instagram just to be safe. Email me. I, that's that's not even a terrible place to start because sometimes just putting your thoughts into the world helps. You know, for me, sometimes just saying things out loud that I would normally just tell myself in my head as I'm thinking about them helps. So I I can't, I am sure that I cannot give you answers, but I can be supportive of you. And if, if that's what you need, go for it. Put it into effectively the ether. Feel free to say and put in the email, please don't read this period. I just needed to send it out into the world. You could say, please don't read this on the podcast. We all need to be more open, but with that, we all need to be more receptive. Um, because it 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 in it can be very hard to risk and and just put out there something you need to say 
Um, even even if you're telling your best friend or your spouse or parents or siblings or children, you, even if you preface it with, this is nothing personal in any way, I don't mean anything negative by it. It's just something I'm feeling and I am dealing with and I am struggling with. They may still take it personally, but hopefully... Hopefully, they are receptive to you. Um, but I also understand that there are people out there that just, they don't see people. And it's really unfortunate. Um, and I just hope that somebody gives you a push to get help that you might need. Even if you don't think you need help. I didn't think I had anxiety for 30 plus years until I just, I really, I had a, oh, I had a major just, not panic attack, but just, I was so overwhelmed, I couldn't move. And, and my wife, my, my loving, beautiful wife pushed me to, to see somebody. And, and it helped me realize what was happening. And it's it's not like I'm cured because I know what I'm doing and I see somebody. It's still, it's there are good days and bad days. The, the bad days are much fewer than, than they were getting, which is great. Uh, but, you know, they still exist. And some days you have to just say, I, I can't do something. I push through way too many days that I shouldn't have. And caused friction and issues that didn't need to happen if I'd been honest with myself. Um, but it's it's hard. It's hard to be honest with yourself sometimes. It's hard to admit that you can't do something. And that you need to take a mental health day. I think the first time I heard about someone taking a mental health day was on a TV show or a movie or something. And... It didn't, it was not a concept to me. It, it, it felt like, not gibberish, but just un, unknown. Like, how is that possibly a thing? You're just trying to get out of school or work or whatever the character ended up doing that day. But it is a thousand percent, a thousand percent a thing. And don't let people tell you it's not just because they don't understand or choose not to understand. So, please, do something positive for yourself. If you need to get some help, get some help. So, <laughs> that kind of went in a direction I didn't necessarily expect to come out, but that's a good way to start things off, because that's exactly what I want out of this is more transparency, more good vibes out into the world of just hope and belief and understanding. Uh, in general, this podcast is going to be an audio-only Let's Play podcast where I play various video games and talk about them. I'm doing all of this off of my iPhone. I'm recording certain parts using AirPods. I'm recording gameplay just 
through the speakerphone where I have my TV set to a certain volume and it's a certain distance between me and the TV and I just talk while it, while playing. Um, I'm going to do some bits from time to time just because <laughs> it's what I want to do and it's something that popped in my head and something I found hilarious. But whether other people do or don't, I don't care. You know, if you don't think it's funny, you don't think it's funny. And that's fine too. But sometimes we need to decide to see the fun in things, to see the enjoyment. Um, Even if it's something really, really dumb. Uh, Even if you think it's hilarious but also dumb, there's nothing wrong with that at all. Um, Yeah, so this first game that I'll be playing is Alan Wake. Uh, This came out originally in 2010, and I played it through then and haven't played it since. Um, And I've learned since then uh, that there were two DLCs that came out with it that the supposedly the real ending is in the DLC. I'm going to be playing the Alan Wake Remastered that came out on October 5th, 2021 on PlayStation 5. And so we'll go through the whole main story, and then I'll play the two DLCs after that, because the whole package is there, which is really nice. Um, And I don't think I'm going to give away anything beyond that, and we'll just get to the gameplay. I just wanted to drop in one more thing before we start the gameplay. I apologize for all the curse words in this game. Um, It's rated T for Teen, And I guess I didn't realize just how much they could get away with, uh, especially in 2010 for that rating. Um, So apologies in advance for the in-game curses. In general, spoiler alert, it may be terrible. I don't know. I'm making this because I want to make it, because it's fun and just something I want to do. Alright, Alan Wake Remastered. The logo is Alan above the word Wake, and Alan Wake himself is standing in the middle of the A, making the A-frame. It's quite a fun logo, I quite like it. Uh, We'll start a new game, and our choices are easy, normal, or nightmare. I'm gonna go normal, though I should probably go easy. Stephen King once wrote that nightmares exist outside of logic, and there's little fun to be had in explanations. They're antithetical to the poetry of fear. In a horror story, the victim keeps asking why, but there can be no explanation, and there shouldn't be one. The unanswered mystery is what stays with us the longest, and is what we'll remember in the end. My name is Alan Wake. I'm a writer. An intro movie, and again, the Alan Wake logo, but without him in the A. But this dream unsettled me. It was wild and dark and weird, even by my standards. We're approaching a lighthouse in the dark. So yes, it began with a dream. As a flying camera through the sky. Now there's a car. A typical nightmare pattern. I was late, desperately trying to reach my destination, a lighthouse. For some urgent reason, I couldn't remember. I've been driving too fast down a coastal road to get there. Oh, he just hit somebody. I'd seen the hitchhiker too late.
The hitchhiker was in the middle of the road, though. He was dead. I was convinced they put me in jail and I would never see Alice again. And his headlights just turned off. Randomly. So he's... And the body disappeared, so he kind of stumbled away, confused. And it's dark and foggy. Suddenly, his body was gone. Episode 1, Nightmare. I was in shock from the crash. I could hardly stand my feet. Alright, and now I'm in control of Alan Wake. I was doing that camera test that was so popular back when this game came out. Uh, controls are how I like them. You know, standard walk. I can sprint with L1. Just running down a road. There's a couple of street lights. And, oh. I had to go to the lighthouse. I knew there was something important waiting for me there. The camera just showed me the lighthouse, but there's a shiny object in the distance. It looks like a bridge that's out. There's barricades the and collapsed. stuff. I'd have to find another way to the lighthouse. And there's a coffee thermos. I don't remember what those... Oh, it's a collectible. Okay. Apparently there are a hundred of them. Wow, oh, that's a lot. Alright. So can't take the bridge. And there's a sign that's pointing in the direction I should go saying, Hiking Trail, Rain Cove Point Lighthouse. Okay. And I have to cross an old wooden bridge path. Oh. The, the hitchhiker's back. And back by my car. Oh, and he just teleported next to me. Uh, and he's got, oh, he's swinging an axe. And chopping things down. Okay, I'm gonna. Running down some stairs. Okay. So that's creepy. And we're running. Is jump to jump over a barricade. You missed your deadline. Now it's teaching me how to dodge attacks. Oh, it slows down when you dodge. That's kind of neat. I guess. I think Remedy also did the Max Payne games, and they had bullet time. Good work. Successful dodges are sometimes highlighted with a cinematic jump. Was a character from the story I've been working on. Well, a wooden gate just opened by itself. I guess I'll go that way. Crossing a bridge into another lit up. Okay, and the hitchhiker just summons like a hurricane or something and is trying to hurl things at me, so I'm running away. And every time I approach a streetlight, it just suddenly goes out. And my current mission objective is to get to the lighthouse. So I'm running down a path on this hiking trail, and there's a wooden bridge. Like a wood bridge with ropes. And a guy at the other end telling me to come to him for help. And I've crossed, and the bridge closed.
Apparently his name was Clay Stewart. I ran inside and the door closed behind me. Clay is outside. And he has a gun. He's shooting. And he's only had two bullets and he's and the hitchhiker just killed him with an axe. But we don't see anything gruesome or bloody, which is kind of nice. I was trapped. There was no way out. Now I'm in like a log cabin, and there, a bunch of TV screens with a creepy eye looking around, telling me to die. Just looking around, trying to figure out where to go. Oh, there's a door back here. But I can't go out. Oh! Okay. Uh, how do I get out? Yeah, the cabin's like being attacked by someone. And... Oh! Now a door is opened by a big bright light that told me to follow it. You are hurt. You should go into the light. You are only safe. Okay, apparently light being in the light heals you and Well done. I have something important to tell you. It goes like this. For he did not know that beyond the lake he called home lies a deeply darker ocean green where waves are both wilder and more serene. To its ports I've been. To its ports I've been. Do you understand? No. No. <laughs> and so the giant spotlight from the sky is assembling a staircase made of wood. Pointing my flashlight at the shadowy hitchhiker. And I'm holding L2 to boost its light. Oh, I ran out of battery. Okay, that took care of him. Now the darkness no longer protects him, but it's still inside, controlling him. He can't be saved. He's still a threat. He is still your enemy. Here, take the gun. There's a big box of ammo, and the light brought down a revolver. the light with L2 blinds the enemies and burns the darkness away faster. And now it seems like I can proceed. Yeah. 
So if I boost the light, it burns through the battery a lot quicker. But if I just point the light regularly, it doesn't waste any battery. In fact, the battery recharges. That's good to know. Okay. There's another shadowy hitchhiker. Oh, I can tap to reload faster. That's nice. Alright, got a bridge that just kind of drops down. This seems really unsafe for a nature trail. Walking along. Oh! Guy with an axe just appeared out of bushes. Oh, there's another one! And I forgot what the dodge button was. There it was. Oh, okay. Now there's two of them. Oh, shoot. And now I'm almost dead. Alright, killed one of them. One of the shadows. Alright, taking the darkness away from the other one. I'm definitely starting to think I should have played on easy for this podcast. But, we'll get better. And I found a checkpoint. Oh, and there's an emergency station with a flare gun. Nice. Flare gun ammo. Uh, no batteries, though. Okay. Oh, so the weapons are on a D-pad. My right is my revolver, my left is the flare gun. I assume flare guns... Okay, three of them just appeared. I'm gonna use my flare gun to see what happens. And it just blew all three up. Cool. That makes sense. Considering they're weak to light and what a flare gun is. Alright. So, oh, a guy just, okay. guy just appeared from behind rocks. Burning away the darkness. And taking care. Okay. Now I've come across, wow, more rickety bridges that seem really unsafe for the nature tra Oh, there are two guys following me. I might just run away. And the, the giant storm thing is back. So I'm gonna run. I'm on a straight bridge right to the lighthouse. So I'm just gonna run for it. Oh! And the bridge is getting destroyed by debris. Okay, so it seems like I can't sprint forever, but I don't see a stamina bar. Okay, I've crossed the bridge, and... Oh, hey, I see a coffee. I don't know if coffees do anything other than they're just collectibles, but... I grabbed it, and I'm running into the lighthouse, which is full of light. Not just from where the beam comes for ships. Cutscene. Hiding in the lighthouse. And he sees the spiral staircase up to the light. And the light just went out. That can't be good. And the camera's coming at Alan from above him. Everything's fine. You dozed off. Right. Anything more than dozed off would be news for everyone. 
Cheer up, handsome. We're here. Okay. Now we're sitting in a car with a woman. Maybe that's Alice, who we mentioned. We're on a ferry. That's going by a bridge that says, Welcome to Bright Falls. What a train passing. Camera's panning towards the city of what I assume is Bright Falls. And there's you know, a couple ports, a sign that says fresh seafood, something that I think says Triple D's O Diner, or Old Diner, probably makes more sense. Now I'm just standing, chilling on the ferry. And we are actually moving. Okay, for a second I thought maybe boat was standing still. Let's act like we're on vacation. Go stand next to that old gentleman there. I want a shot of you with the town in the background. <laughs> sure. I'll even give you a title for the shot. A city boy. Moments before he got eaten by a bear. <laughs> <All right. clears throat> Hello there. You picked a good time to visit our town. Deerfest is just two weeks away. Deerfest, huh? Did you hear that, honey? You have a lovely wife, and if you don't mind me saying, I'm Pat Maid, by the way. Nice to meet you. Yeah, I'm Alan Wake. I won't pretend I don't recognize a famous writer such as yourself, Mr. Wake. A pleasure. I'm an avid reader myself. I hope this isn't too presumptuous of me, but I'm the night host at the local radio station. Any chance I can get an interview? Look, Mr. Maine, I'm on vacation. In fact, I'd appreciate it if we could keep my being here just between the two of us. I'm sure you understand. Fair enough. You can trust me to do this. Not a hard man to track down if you change your mind, though. I hope you two have a lovely holiday. Well, that was nice of him. And Pat Maine spelled like the state of Maine. We don't have a state of Pat, as far as I'm aware. Very nice. I got a couple of really good ones. So you made a friend. That's cute. Right. Yeah? Hey, Beth Scheller. That's my favorite writer. Are you there yet? Very. Yeah. We just got it. Are the locals giving you trouble? Just say the word, and I'll hop on a plane and come make sure that you're left alone, Al. No, Barry, we're fine. Great, great. Just want to make sure you can relax and charge. Barry, we're just settling in. Okay, Al. I'll call back later to make sure you're doing okay. And you call me if there's a problem, okay? Okay. Just looking out for you, buddy. Talk to you later. I love you too, Barry. You know he's going to be calling you every five minutes. Barry is Barry. I can always turn off the phone. What did I tell you? Text message from Barry. He says hi to you too. We're pulling up to the port, and there is a truck carrying a gigantic deer float on its trailer, like a semi-truck, that says 68th Annual Deer Fest underneath it. That's got to be like a 20-foot deer, and there's electrical wires. I don't know how the antlers are not going to get caught. Sounds like you've got a lazy bastard for a husband. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but 
but I got a thing for him. Come on, you lazy bastard. Let's go. Did not know a T for team game would have that. Places like this. Towns where everybody knew everybody. Welcome to the Odeer Diner. I, I was wondering if you could help me. I'm looking for... Mr. Wake. Alan Wake. Oh, God. I am your biggest fan. I know people say that all the time, but I really am. I'm glad to hear that. Rose. Rose. I'm looking for Mr. Stuckey. Carl Stuckey. Carl? Of course, Mr. Wake. He must have gone to visit the restroom. He'll be back in a moment. I can't believe it. I've got all of your books. I got the cut up from the bookstore when they took it out of the window. And you keep it here. Well, okay. Good for you. There's a big cutout of Alan Wake holding a book that has Alan Wake coffee. at the title. Just don't blame at the top. And it says Alan Wake, The Sudden the Stop, the international bestseller. Nothing but black coffee under a thin layer of skin. Yeah, that makes two of us. So clearly Alan is famous enough to be recognized significantly. Mr. Wake? I can't believe it. I'm having a conversation with Alan Wake. I can't figure out who that type of author would even be favor, Sonny. I could really use a tune right now. Coconut number six in the jukebox. I'd do it myself, but... Both of my legs have gone to sleep. Bad circulation. Yeah. Are you serious? Coconut again? You disgust me. Call yourself a rocker. Unbelievable. Ah. So, a couple old guys sitting in a booth in the you diner. Put the lime in the coconut. Drink them both up. <laughs> Just because we're brothers, don't think I won't murder you in your sleep. <laughs> oh, that's that's funny. All right, I'll put their yes, song on. That's my favorite tune. Coconut. <laughs> Shut your mouth, you demented has been. If I had my hammer, I'd it shut does it for that. you. Get shot. Yeah, you need to give it a good shot. Oh, the disc got stuck. Got the. This is it. I've died and gone down. <laughs> we got the record playing. Oh, but I can't. Why can't I hear it? Maybe they couldn't license it, or maybe in the remaster, they couldn't relicense the song. That's interesting. Okay, well. There's. Boy, maybe a teenager, maybe a young adult holding a cat or dog, I can't really tell, looking down a dark hallway in the back, uh, fiddling with the light switch, and the lights are flickering on and off. And he looks scared. Oh, in there, young man. 
You can hurt yourself in the dark. Oh. I think I can handle it, ma'am. Apparently. I wait. I wanted to find stuff to, to get the key and get out as soon what? as possible. The waitress was giving me a headache. Apparently that's an older woman who I guess has dyed her hair. It's pretty significantly. My bad. <laughs> oh, it's really dark back here. Oh, I found the men's room. Hello? Mr. Stuckey? like she just came from a funeral. She's got a black dress, black hat, and black veil. Uh, See-through veil, but... Cauldron Lake is a special place. Very inspiring. I like all of the... just audio dialogue that people will say in the background if you let them. That's a fun touch. You got lucky this time, young man. You can hurt yourself in the dark. This really ought to be fixed, and then I must remind Sarah to change the lights at the station. It's been too long already. Okay, so now I'm heading back up the front. Even that sounds better than your singing. Are you alright? Splendid, splendid! Damn hungry This swells up like a balloon if I lift anything heavier than a spoon. Yeah. Splendid, splendid, it's been a long time, Tom. Good to see you. Hey, you have a bottle on. I wish. Okay, I can you hear the song? I wonder if... The Andersons, they're uh, local musicians. We're waiting for Dr. Hartman to come pick them up. They wanted off from his clinic at the Calder Lake Lodge. Okay, so those two old guys are the Anderson brothers. I wonder if it just hadn't started yet, or if uh, the game glitched temporarily, or... Or what? Uh, or maybe it wasn't going to start till I came back from the bathroom. I wish I could say goodbye to the waitress, instead of just leaving. She was nice. Mission accomplished. The key and the directions. My hero. I got some flashlights, just in case. Okay, man just stumbled hey, out of... This is Wake! Your... Your keys! Oh. That diner was a real nuthouse. Where did we get keys and directions to? Because that was Carl Stuckey. Or at least his uniform place? said Stuckey. We're supposed to be on vacation, Alice. I'll figure it out when we get back home, okay? Okay, we can talk about this later. We're driving up the mountains. I didn't want to talk about it. I wanted to bury my head in the sand. Once upon a time, I was a successful writer, but that was a long time ago. I hadn't been able to write a word in two years, not since my last book. 
So it's my first season I'm gonna get DMC. <laughs> Didn't remember there being, didn't know there was licensed music in here. At least I assume it's licensed. Maybe it's not. It's a gorgeous alley. It's something, all right. Don't worry, honey. All right. I'll get you inside safe and sound before it gets dark. There's a sign that says Diver's Isle. I know. I'm okay. And another wooden bridge. The fear of darkness. I wanted to make sure we were inside with the lights on before sunset. It looks beautiful out. Oh my goodness. That's like... Down in the... There's like a lake. Are you sure you read the directions right? It's nothing like in the brochure. It said near the lake, not on it. Don't get me wrong. This is so much better. It's wonderful. Our own private island. There's like a lake in between mountains all around, basically. And the sun's setting. Oh, this is just gorgeous. Uh, but we potentially are not, again, in the place that we're expecting to be. Anyway, sign says Diver's Isle. There's a wooden bridge to cross to get to an island with a cabin on it. Some birds flying away as I approach them. Bird Leg Cabin. Okay, well, I could open the lock, but... There's a shed in the back, and, you know, this is a video game, so of course we need to sh check the shed first. Oh, there's a tree stump on the way I can examine. The island had once been the site for a love story. Maybe it would be that again. Oh, uh, there's uh, someone carved a heart and initials. I think say TZ plus BJ on them. All right. Can I, oh, maybe I can't go in this little shed back here. Okay, there's no, okay. The old generator had been connected to the power cable. Oh, okay. Maybe I'm supposed to come here. Well, let's start the generator. Got a timing mini game where I pull the ripcord. And it's started. Okay. Kiss. Uh, okay, it is Alice. Um, from the window out to me while Alan Wake was exploring the island. So now it says return to Alice, so I'll head inside. Uh -huh. Okay, it's interesting lodge. There's a an old uh, rocking horse. Honey? And then a a cabinet with fine china with a, ooh, a nice stone fireplace with a big old fish. I don't know fish, so I can't tell you what side, what uh, kind of fish it is. But it kind of looks like a big version of the, the big mouth bass singing fish that you see on the wall. So maybe it's a bass? Uh, right, there's something I can examine. 
A shoebox filled with books by Thomas Zane sat on the shelf. I'd never heard of it before. All right. Books are called The Labyrinth of Me, The Temple of Shadow and Mist, In Her Dreams to Prevail, and Kept from Sleep. Well, those are interesting titles. That's for sure. Uh, let's see. We got a dining room, or at least a table in a, that's a designated space to eat at. A kitchen. Oh, another coffee. I think that's my fourth one. Um, oh, man. There's a window on the back side looking out towards the sunset. It's really pretty. Um, okay. And uh, there's some... Alan, I'm upstairs. I have a surprise for you. Okay. I'm gonna head upstairs. Well, hello there. I'm not the surprise. It's in the study. Go take a look. <laughs> okay. Alright. In the study. Is that the other room up here? It is. Surprise! Alice, what is this? I guess I have a small confession to make. I thought maybe you could write here that a change of scenery would get you past... Dad, Alice, you... Everyone... Hey, hey, hey! Just hear me out! There's a local doctor, Dr. Hartman. I read a book of his. He has a private clinic here. He specializes in helping artists. Maybe so now you want to get me committed? No, oh. it's not like that. That's not. Oh, and the lights just went out. Alan? Alan? I don't. Just don't. I don't want to hear it. God damn it, Alice. God damn it. I knew she wouldn't follow me in the dark. I needed some time alone to think things through. <gasps> And he just stumbled and fell on the bridge. Not off it, just like down to his knees. He kind of freaked out. I guess, see, that's the thing. Mental health, awareness. It's important. It's important to, to, to work on your mental health. And we need to destigmatize it. Which clearly, grand scheme is 11 years old, but... I mean, that's part of it. Dark. All the lights were out. Alan! Alan! Where are you? Help! Alice, I'm coming! It's oh, shoot. I just got attacked by birds. Shoot, the back porch is broken like she fell, and he just jumped down into the lake from there. Now he's in his car and bleeding from his head? Okay, well, apparently his car is teetering on a bunch of rocks over a big ravine, and suit 
cases are there's something I can examine. Among Alice's things was a book, The Creator's Dilemma, by a Dr. Emil Hartman. Seeing the book brought back my fight with Alice. I didn't like it, and I didn't like the guy's smug face on the cover either. Yeah, going back to him freaking out his wife, it isn't really even about mental health. It's about writer's block, which is a real thing. And I guess that is mental health, but, like, it's tough to be creative. The gas station was my best bet. They'd have a phone I could use. It looked like a long hike through the forest to get there. Mental health is so negatively associated by society and people and it's better today than it was a decade ago but it's still not where it should be that the point of his wife talking about a man or a doctor who helps um writers get through things like writer's block makes him freak out and think he's going to be committed to a mental institution and the car just fell in the rain. Okay, so now I'm running across a path in the mountains. Hello? Hello? Is someone there? Pages are floating down. The loose sheets of paper were pages from a manuscript entitled Departure. That was the name I planned to use for the next novel I had never gotten started. I was named the author. I hadn't written it. I couldn't remember writing it. In the scene on the page, the hero was attacked by an axe murderer in the woods at night. Okay, so uh, finding pages that I writ that Alan Wake wrote in the future by Alan Wake and I can look at them the man turned to face me his face was covered in shadows it was hard to make him out in the darkness of the forest that surrounded us but the axe he lifted was plain to see it glistened with the blood of his victim he grinned madly the shadows were alive distorting his features it was a scene from a nightmare but I was awake okay and I, I believe these are collectibles, so I probably won't open them all. Um, but I just need to reiterate, there is nothing wrong with getting help. Physically, mentally, what you need. Absolutely do what you need to help yourself. Okay, there was a person in the distance, but they kind of like phased in and out of existence. The lights up ahead were a good sign. Maybe I wouldn't have to hike all the way down to the gas station to find a phone. Alright, I'm coming up on what appears to be like a lumber mill maybe? No, I guess it's... Yeah, okay, there's a whole bunch of logs, some mach heavy machinery, yeah. Or a, a lumberjack Please. I've been in an business. I, I don't really know that much about hey. 
Oh, there's a shadowy guy with an axe. Carl Stucky. No, the darkness got Carl. He then ran off. And there's just a body lying on the ground. Um, yeah, okay. My objective is to find help. Oh, a big pile of trees just got knocked over at me. Startled me. Oh, okay, Carl is athletic. He just jumped like an eight, ten-foot gap from pile to pile. Okay, there is a lit-up building. I'm running to it. He just slices his axe into the door. Figure a way out of this. Any second now, and Stucky would be knocking on the door with his axe like Nicholson in The Shining. And there's a revolver in the building, and a flashlight. Okay. Oh, batteries. Awesome. Oh, more revolver ammo. I'm looking around, see if there's anything. Can't go out that door. Oh, there's a phone. Yes. Uh oh. I think Carl just cut down the phone telephone pole. Oh, and there's Okay, um Oh Big piece of machinery just drove into the build I picked up the building I'm in. Oh hey, the door opened. Let's get out of that. Um Yeah, that's not fun. And a gate just opened by itself, not creepy at all. Okay, a couple of lumberjack-looking guys. Woo! Just dodged one, the second one. I'll take it out. Oh shoot! Okay. Is it dark? Okay. Turn on the light. It did burn away the darkness. Concussion. I never fired a gun outside a shooting range, and now I just killed someone or something. There were no bodies. They just disappeared. If I was dreaming, it felt real enough to make me sick. That's true, the bodies do just disappear. I found an electrical panel to just kick. <laughs> oh, it turned okay. This was the last place I wanted to go, but I had no choice. I had to get to the gas station. There was electricity that was running into the fence and kicking the the controls turned it off. So that I can presumably get across it now. Yeah, okay. <laughs> he just said it's rabbit season. This oh, he just threw an axe at me. Okay, well, Ooh. back into the woods. 
that's a weird vision. There's more swearing in a T for Teen game than I would have thought. When I saw be. the river below, something uncoiled itself inside my head. I realized that I'd have to find a way across. I didn't even want to look at the water. Still, still, was still out there, in the dark, stalking me. So I guess Stucky can teleport? Maybe? Or maybe cast visions? Oh! Oh! Okay, it's not Stucky. Okay, this guy is dressed kind of like... Looks like Jason Voort. Yeah, he's got a mask, creepy mask on. There is an arrow that only appears in my light zone. Telling me where to go. Okay. The Taken... Are filled with darkness. And oh, there's a big eerie hand-painted graffiti was revealed by my flashlight. Someone had hidden a chest of supplies near it. Ah, a flare gun with batteries, and ammo for the flare gun. Cool. That's. That's pretty neat. So we've got to pay attention to your surroundings. But obviously not the way to go. Pointed me to a secret stash of stuff. The not staircase the way to go. was broken. I had to make my way up some other way. So there's a broken staircase. Starting another generator. For oh. Camera's cutting away to assume where I must need to go next. Okay. Biltmore Logging Company. B-I-L-T. Ooh, a manuscript page. Cool. And, ooh, a shotgun. That's nice. That's only got two shells. We'll hold off. So I absolutely need it. And we will head towards the new lit up place through this logging encampment. And there is a switch to use. Move, oh, moving a log lift. I don't, oh, am I making a bridge? Yes, okay, I effectively made a bridge and I can get across. Ha, huh, take that. Missing staircase. Climbing up to another little shack with a bunch of shotgun ammo and a radio. Oh, his dog's missing. Oh, I'm gonna come across a feral Toby, aren't I? That's kind of sad. Oh, more. Hidden directions. Oh, and another supply stash. The gas station was closer now. It's light welcoming in the darkness. Oh, the best 
Leads me to believe Carl's probably nearby. Oh, there's somebody. I'm starting a generator. I hope it. Ow! Ow, ow, ow. Oh, I can't move. I'm like stuck on. I just died. Oh, he just. One of them threw. Oh. So you can change what angle the camera is over your shoulder, and I like it where my guy's on the left side, but for some reason the game keeps undoing it on its own, and I don't know why. So I guess I should just. Oh, okay, I went to try to start, and two more people came out. Should have played on easy for recording a podcast. Oh, and more guys have appeared. And where do they go? Okay, maybe they'll just keep coming and I just need to hoof it. Maybe hoofing it was a bad idea. I really don't know where I'm supposed to go. Oh. It's very dark in the woods, and oh, a bunch of people just spawned behind me. I can get my flare gun out for them. Okay. That 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 went pretty well. I'm I'm in favor of that. Okay, going inside a building. Alright, more shotgun ammo. Don't need batteries. Uh, let's see, there's a TV. Oh, right. It has a, a Twilight Zone style TV show in within the game. Night Springs, that's what they call it. Alright, heading... Oh, another manuscript page. Heading into another logging area. Um, yeah, okay. Creepy. Uh, okay, it was just a big cache of ammo. Batteries.
Okay, I'm gonna have to fight Car. Oh, there's a couple guys. Oh, my flare gun wasn't reloaded. Switching to it did not work out great. But once I reload, oh, why does he move so fast? There's so many enemies. What? Okay, Carl moves differently than the others. He's like, you can fade into mist almost. Okay, so I'm definitely gonna focus my light on him when I get a chance. He keeps running off. I wonder if there's a light switch. Oh, oh. Okay, he's running away from me. Can I, like, throw a light switch? Nope. Okay. Where you at, Carl? There you are. Aha! Getting up the shotgun. Aha! Sucky's body vanished, leaving behind only a lifetime of nightmares to come. Assuming I've reached the lights of the gas station alive. Okay. Things seem to have calmed down now. And opening the gate so I can leave. And I wouldn't let me open the floor. So I assume I had to take out Carl. Whew. I recognized the parade float I had seen in Bright Falls when I first arrived with Alice. Oh, that's funny. It's the big deer I was talking about. Um, okay. How do I get around this fence? I'm probably just blind. Uh, After ah, the yep. insanity I had just experienced in the darkness, the lights of the gas station felt comforting. At least for a moment, the same world reasserted itself. Another manuscript page. The garage was a mess. It looked like someone had trashed the place, or that there'd been some kind of fight. All right, I'll keep writing. Outside, there's only darkness. Outside the cabin, outside the store, there's only darkness. I can feel the presence in the dark. Just now, I can smell the perfume in the room. I'll reach her. I'll fix it up. I'll bring her back. The story will come true. If I stop, she's lost. So Alan's watching himself this. on the TV. On the TV, talking crazy. Was I losing my mind? Apparently, Alan Wake just wants to narrate. I mean, he is a writer, but uh, I keep interrupting him, or he keeps interrupting me. One or the other. Okay, there was something I could examine. Now I can't figure out where it was. Oh, there it is. The 68th Annual Deer Fest, September 15th to 18th. Games and activities, raffle tickets, fishing competition, pie contests and surprise competitions, live music for the children, Bucktooth Charlie afternoons, and Montgomery the Mystic's Amazing Phantasmagoria evenings. Don't miss the legendary Deer Fest Parade. Oh, that's a fun banner. Oh, there's a phone. Sheriff Station. 
And the police arrived very quickly. He has a big gash on his okay? temple. Listen. We'll figure this out. Please get in the car. We'll swing by the lake and then we'll go to the station. Okay? Mr. Wake, have you seen Stucky, the guy who owns this place? I realized I couldn't tell her what had happened in the forest. She wouldn't have believed me. And then she wouldn't have helped me with Alice. And the camera's zooming away. Sheriff are on a bridge or dock or something or pier. And there's no I'm guessing there's this is where he thought the house on the island is. Yep, yep, I see the bridge. And uh yeah. There is no island or house. A candy colored clown, they call the sandman. Tiptoes to my room every night. Just a sprinkle stardust and a whisper. End of episode one. Go to sleep. Everything is alright. I close my eyes. He's telling me I can skip. I wonder if it just is gonna play music for a while. But we'll just go ahead and move on. It's that time of the show. It's time for the mail. I wonder what surprise is inside. All right, this is the part of the show where I open and read some listener mail. So let's get it started. Today's letter comes from Chris in Richmond, Virginia. Now, how Chris got my home address, I'm not quite sure, uh, but the internet can be a dangerous and scary place. That's both good and bad. But hey, I, I guess at this point, appreciate the enthusiasm. So, Dear Ben, congratulations. Oh, well, thank you, Chris. I mean, I just started, and it is, it's a real feat to just make something and put it out in the world for everyone and just risk yourself. So I, I really appreciate that. <clears throat> so, dear Ben, congratulations. You have been pre-approved for a new credit card with a balance of up to $25,000. Huh. Um... Okay, then. I uh, probably should have pre-read this um, before um, just live reading it. You know what? Hey, we learn, we will uh, improve, and uh, we always have the opportunity to get better. Thank you for writing the show! Barry, we should definitely edit out that segment, uh, the mail bit did not work at all like I intended it to. I mean, I really should have uh, read the mail before I just opened it live on recording. That's kind of my fault. Um, but, you know, please just take care of that and post. Thank you, everyone, for listening to episode one of Dragoon Effect. I really appreciate you taking the time and the patience to sit through it. It may have been terrible. 
I don't know. That's a completely subjective opinion. I enjoyed making it. I had fun making it. And that's what I wanted to do. So I want to sign off by thanking my producer, Barry, my beautiful wife who supported me and encouraged me when I said I wanted to make an audio only Let's Play podcast. And she didn't know what that was, but she supported me anyways. Uh, and I was really nervous about sharing it because I was telling myself that it was dumb and silly and childish, but it's not. It's really been a blast so far. Um, I want to thank Brett from the Skeleton House podcast. That's one of my favorite podcasts. It's a little bit more mature in terms of language and maybe some sound effects and descriptions than what I think I'm going to try to go for over here. Uh, so just uh, a warning up front, um, but they're really great over there and fun. And he has been just super supportive and willing to like answer questions and provide encouragement and just, just a really big thank you. Uh, to him and to his podcast. And I think that is it for us from here. Uh, have a great week. Do what you need to for you that helps you and doesn't hurt others. And hopefully we'll see you next time.